Welcome to Twin Peaks. Let's peek into our lives. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, last week I left us off with this riddle of I'm as flat as a leaf, as round as a ring, and I have two eyes, yet I cannot see. Some of you may have guessed it, some of you may have had some trouble, but the answer is a button, just like the ones you wear on your shirt. I know it's a little hard, but it took us some guessing, but we got it. I got it after about an hour of thinking, and so it's, you know, I'll try to keep you challenged every week. Some may be easier than others, so we'll see how those go. Hey guys, so real quick, I just wanted to tell you that we're having a guest come on. She's going to talk for a few minutes. This is something that me and Tyler want to do. Um, more often, we want to have guests come on and talk for a few minutes or even for half an episode or a whole episode, but we want you to get to know the people around us. This show is so that you can get to know us and so we can entertain you, but to get to know us fully, we want you to know some of the people who are in our like daily lives. Um, we enjoy having these people around. We hope that you enjoy having these people around and getting just to hear a little bit. They might talk about us. They might talk about them. They might talk about us all together. But um, either way, I want to just give you a snippet about the people around us. Um, and our guest, she is my cousin. Um, I was tutoring her for a while. Um, and I still might tutor her, but we were just kind of helping get her grades up. And since we started this podcast, I, I wanted to extend uh, it out to her and ask her if she wanted to come and just speak a little bit on our podcast. And so that is what she is going to do. Click. Hello, my name is Jamie. Well, you can I'm, say more than that. I'm Taylor, Tyler's cousin, little cousin. All right, Janie, so since this is the first time you've been on a show, uh, you know, let's tell everybody how old are you, Janie. I'm 10 years old. Well, 10. That means that you're in the what grade? Fourth. All right, Janie, let's see. Let's ask you some questions to get to know you a little bit better. What classes are you in right now? Huh? She doesn't know what classes <laughs> she's in, apparently. <laughs> I'm in, like... Alright, well, let's math, ask a different English, question. Math, science, English, social studies, <laughs> reading. Alright, Janie. Those are some fun classes. What's your favorite class? <coughs> science. Why do you like science? Because I get to do experiments, which is really fun. And I get to learn a whole lot about, like, the Earth. Did you do any uh, experiments this week or last week? No, but it was the first week I was in school we did putting an egg in water and putting it in vinegar, and it turned into like a bouncy ball, a clear bouncy ball. Well, um, I guess let me ask you another question. What is something that you wish that you could do at school? Uh, I would say chew gum every day. Well, why don't you chew gum every day? Because we don't always get it. Well, that is fair. Well, you could always cram down, couldn't you? Yep, to ask the teacher, and sometimes they don't let you. Oh, I always chewed gum, and I didn't ask. Yeah. 
See what else kind of what other questions? What other things do you wish you could do at school? Um, probably bring my pet to school because they'd be crazy. Well, and um, they'd freak out, but it's okay. Doesn't matter. You have any questions, Taylor? Not really. I know my cousin. (laughs) What What else would you like to tell the world? Or a whole five feet? Yeah. What do you, you, Janie, at ten years old, have to tell the world? I don't know. You don't know? Any fun (laughs) stories you remember about us or about yourself you want to talk about? I can tell a story about myself. Go ahead. Tell us about yourself. You're our guest. Okay. So, when I was younger one time, I decided to, I don't know why, but I decided to go outside and hang on a tree branch. I'm not even joking. I've you done know it. what apples back when the core is soft. Mm-hmm. And I, I hung. That's, that's really what grinds my gears. I hung on the tree branch, and then I started falling off, and then I cut both of my hands because I decided to hang on the tree branch. Well, I mean that kind of reminds me of a story that I did. Um, there's a tree in our backyard. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a tree in our backyard, and I used to climb it all the time, and. Uh, I don't know. One day I decided to climb all the way to the very top. My my dad used to call me uh, his little monkey, and so I didn't do nothing but decide to be a monkey. And I've seen monkeys jump from one branch to the other, and I thought I could do the same thing. I was maybe 10, maybe younger, and decided to jump from the highest branch to the to the lowest branch, and I, I did not catch it. Um, and so I hit every branch coming down, and that tree's easily 15 feet tall and i fell all the way down and hit my back uh and me and i remember brandon carrying you up to the house yeah me tyler and brandon we were playing hide and seek and i decided to hide in the tree and then i was gonna jump from branch to branch well brandon was looking for me and uh when i jumped brandon saw me leap from one branch to the other and start heading down, and he he took off running as soon as he saw me jump, and he missed me by like two seconds. But he, uh, <laughs> that was uh, an interesting time. At least you didn't die. No, at least I didn't die. Now I'm here, and I can have this podcast. Yeah. Nice. Who's your favorite cousin? Oh gosh. The, the big question. Y'all out of y'all two? No, out of all of you cousins. Well, out of us first. Both of y'all. No, nah, no, nah, you have to pick one. No, I can't. <laughs> that's hard. It's now, do you have a favorite cousin that's not one of us? No. I have one that's more of my friend than my cousin. Yeah. But, yeah. No. Well, but, yeah. No. no. <laughs> but, no. Anything no. else you want to say, Tyler? No, I'm uh, currently trying to digest that apple that was terrible. It was actually really good, thank you very much. Well, your apple might have been good. Not all the apples are equal. Um, Why did you eat the cold? Well, this is all the time that we have for our guest today. Uh, (laughs) Hope y'all enjoyed this little bit. Hope you guys enjoyed our guest. She's a delight. Um, we we love her, and we hope that y'all also enjoyed uh, our guest.
So now we're moving on to another story that we absolutely love. We didn't like it at the time. It was kind of a crazy time. But this is the story of Beach Ben. And now we have a lot of family listening. They already know where we're going. But we're going to tell it from my point of view that some people have never heard. So one year we decided all our family, all 30-something of us, decided to go to Beach Ben for the summer and hang out. And uh, we went and hung out for like hours. I don't know how many hours. I was really young, didn't understand concept time, and I still have never asked. But we went for hours. Well, it got time to leave because we had all, they all decided, all the parents decided it was time to go. And all the kids, which there was more kids than parents, were like, no, let's stay a little bit longer. We just started having fun even though it's been hours and so they decided that it was that it was okay and we were going to stay for at least another hour well some of us had already went to the bathroom and started changing because our parents had told us to go me me and tyler went to the bathroom but he didn't go and start changing and i was with one of my cousins and we were changing um, inside. Well, my dad told Tyler to tell me that we were staying. Well, Tyler told my cousin who came out because I was still taking forever. And Tyler told him to tell me. My cousin said, yeah, 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 we'll do that. Or I'll do that. And he just took off running. He, he didn't come back into the bathroom. Well, I come out of the bathroom dressed up, ready to leave. My clothes in my hand. And then I look over to the right. My table was to the left. So I look at an empty table and immediately switch to, oh no, everybody has left me. <laughs> and so I decided it was time for me to head to the car and, and try to catch up to my family. Well, I... I want to say I was somewhere between four and seven, maybe. I I don't. I, That's a big gap. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know how old I was. I'll be honest. Um, I do remember I was wearing. I was supposed to be wearing glasses, but my glasses were in my mom's bag. So I come out of the bathroom, see an empty table, but I can't see anybody, and so I didn't do nothing but take off running. Well. This little boy, running shoeless, because also don't have my shoes, running shoeless through uh, a, a park, amusement park, and a water park to get to my car. And I'm, I'm running, and I'm also looking for my parents at the same time. I see several people who look like my mother, uh, but then when I get up on them, they're definitely not my mother. And so I keep running. And at one point, I do remember this woman who really, really looked like my mother. And I got right up to her, pulled her shirt and said, Mom, I don't I'm not I don't like this. I don't like this. And she said, I'm not your mother. I said, oh, no. And I take off running and I look behind and I see this woman also running after me. Um, I guess she was going to help me. We're going to assume she was going to help me. Um, but I was booking it. I was <laughs> yeah, I was booking it. And I eventually get out of the park, which I, I'm hoping 
security and like stuff is better now um, because a child ran out of the water park unsupervised and not stopped by no one. I just booked it out the out the gate and found our car and no one was there. But I had the bright idea to jump into the car and lock the doors and decided I was going to wait for my family because if they were here, they were going to have to come back to the car at some point. But I also thought maybe what if they all got in a car with some other family and just decided to leave our car, which made perfect sense to me at the time. Now makes me feel really stupid because if we all, if four of us rode in the car and everybody else's car was full, where are the other three going? I don't know, but that was my brain. Well, that that is about as far as I remember, because then I sit in, I'm sitting in the car for what feels like two hours or more, but um, there was definitely a lot more than that. <laughs> and I remember that story different, you know, because I remember never even going into the bathroom and dad was like, all right, Tyler, we're going to stay longer. Your mom and all the other parents decided that it's not quite time to go. And so I said, heck yeah. And I ran off to, uh, the big pool, uh, cause I couldn't tell you how big it is now that I'm thinking about it, but it was pretty big for a little kid. And I'm just in the pool. I'm just chilling. I'm having a great time. And then all of a sudden, I see my family members going sporadically side to side, panicking. And uh, they're like, we lost your brother. And I'm like, uh, how do you lose a child? <laughs> and they were like, I don't know. They like, it just happens. Um and so we had to look and I kept trying to play on all this stuff. I kept trying to get back in the pool. I stayed in the pool for a while because we had someone with us saying, well, not all the kids need to be looking because then the, we'll just have all the kids spread out. But there were times where we were going past water slides and said, maybe I should go up the line and see if I find Taylor on the slide because that makes sense. As a kid, I was like, if I go all the way up, I could probably see him from the top of the water slide. And then, boom, we're, we got him. But, no, they wouldn't let me. So, we're just doing everything we can. And our oldest brother, he finally goes to the car to look for Taylor. And finds Taylor hunkered down in the floorboard with the doors closed, locked, and all the windows up. And like Taylor said, there's, there, there's no telling how long he was there, but he was really trying to hide. And I was just trying to have fun. And the the weirdest not weirdest but the the part of the story that Taylor didn't say is that we have never gone back to Beach Bend because they refused to lose another child at Beach Bend so 
That's our Beach Ben story. That's a really funny story. I like hearing other people's point of view about the Beach Ben Beach Ben story. There's always so many people who who remember something different than I do. And my mom and dad's point of view is really funny because they weren't together. So they have completely different point of views. However, it's funny now, but my parents were kind of scared. I, so I mean, shocked. which is fair. One of the three of their children is just gone. So, um, but to something more serious, last episode, we mentioned that Tyler has been shot. Um, or he's, he got shot four months ago in July. And we kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Um, and I'm going to let Tyler talk about his, his, the way that he's been dealing with stuff. Well, <clears throat> first I'm going to start with saying July 13th of this year, which is 2022. I got shot in the face. I was in my apartment sitting in my underwear playing Skyrim for the unthillion time because I love that game. And it was around lunchtime, and I was excited because people who know me know that when I'm happy, sad, excited, bored, whatever you can do, I play video games. And a lot of times, especially for the last decade, I've been playing Skyrim. And my brother came home, and he was doing his normal routine. And then he sits down on the couch and he starts cleaning his gun. And the next thing that I know, I wake up consciously nine days later. And they told me that I have been shot and that I am blind. And they say I was awake and talking and doing stuff before those nine days. But I can't tell you anything that happened from afternoon to nine days later and so we're going to talk about you know me just being blind and uh they they told me that i would never see again in my life medically they can't say that i could because they've been trying for years to get eyes fixed and get technology where but you know i have less than half an eye in my right eye and i have no left eye but Last time I said it's a blessing that I'm even alive. They they told me that the canal that the bullet went through from was left to right had one inch. They said half an inch to the left. They said best case scenario, I would be brain dead for the rest of my life. And they said half an inch to the right, I would have pretty much a shattered skull more than what did shatter anyway. And so I barely lived through that. And then they told me I should have been done in because of my skull shattered. And then they did nine CT scans and told me that my brain had no damage, even though there's a fragment of a bullet in there. And, you know, it should have, you know, the bullet should have killed me because it was a hollow point. And it, they said that it never opened up when it hit my face or either of the walls that it hit, it was the only thing that broke off was the thing that broke off into my head. 
And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, you know, just, you know, that whole journey. You know, I was in the hospital for three weeks. They told me that I was supposed to be there for pretty much eight weeks. They told me that I shouldn't have even been ready to leave, that I left early. And I tell you, there's a whole lot of stories about me being in the hospital. Some of them I don't like hearing, but some of them I love to tell. And so we'll tell about some of my stories since I lost my vision. Uh, one of my favorites that I like to say is just in the hospital, I had all the confidence in the world. If you were a woman and were able to talk to me, I flirted with you. And I flirted with every woman that talked to me and I asked their age. They were 21 to 69. And I know you're going to laugh at that, but I didn't know she was 69 she sounded 30, and I was like, 30 can still have kids. I was like, surely. So I was talking to her. She said, Tyler, I'm here for your balance. And so we walked around for about 5, 10 minutes. And she said, Tyler, your balance is great. She said, I can't complain. She said, all I got to write on the notes is very good. And I told her, I said, well, if you think my balance is really good, I said, why don't I spin you around and we dance a little bit? <laughs> and we laughed, and she... uh she said, well, I have other patients, and I can't do that. And she said, plus, I don't know how my husband would feel about me dancing with another man. So I said, well, I bet you're beautiful for 69. And she said, you know it. <laughs> but I flirted a lot. And there's probably some good stories that Taylor has about me being in the hospital. You got one, Tay? Uh, well, I'll tell you, my favorite. Um, I still think about it because it tickles me. So... The first, the first like week, we were not able to stay with Tyler um, at all. We could go and visit him and all that, but we could not stay the night with him. Well, the second week, we were able to start spending the night with him. Well, the, the second night, I, I stayed two nights in a row. The second night, Tyler... Woke up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, he he woke up. He woke up blind, confused, and angry. He was fighting <laughs> mad. Um, and the bed was set with the alarm to go off for whenever he woke up. Well, I wake up because an alarm's going off, and I look in the middle of the floor, and Tyler's standing there, and he's complaining that he needs to go to the bathroom. He has a catheter in. And so he doesn't have to do anything to go to the bathroom. It's it's right there. He's it just goes. But his nurse Brandy come in to turn off the. Uh, I said Brandy. It's Randy. Run in to turn off the beeping and to see what was going on. And Tyler said that he needed to go to the bathroom and that he needed this thing inside of his thing to come out. Well. She said, that can't happen. You need to have it in. And he, she said, you have to use that. If you got to pee, you can sit on a toilet if you got to poop. and Or a bedpan if you need to poop. Well, Tyler wasn't having it. So he said, no, I want this out. I want this out now. And he said, and I want to go to the bathroom and do it all by myself. She said, no, you need to get back in your bed. And he start, He swung his hands at her. He he missed, uh, obviously. 
she, he couldn't see her, that she just took a step back. And, well, he didn't do nothing but reach down and grab the catheter and pull about as hard as he could. And then he fell back onto the bed, and it was like his whole body reset. He stiffened. His arms was, was just straight out. His legs were straight out. And they uh, they basically saw him just completely go into, like, rigor mortis. His body was just stiff. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> it tickles me because um, it was like he rebooted. Uh, and so when he was like that, um, because he was fighting and he was pulling on stuff, they, they restrained him and they put him and they tied him up to the bed. Uh, and... That wasn't so funny for him or us, but watching him reach down and grab that catheter and pull as hard as he could, and that bubble uh, that's inside of that just bounce around on things, it just tickled uh, ch- tickled the fire out of me. Uh, just I couldn't stop laughing. It wasn't it wasn't funny that I was having to like hold Tyler down or anything, but when he reset, that was funny to me. Uh, and it just, there's a lot of stories like that. Not everything about him being shot was just terrible, but some stories were really funny. <clears throat> last, uh, last time I talked about how, uh, I get around and stuff pretty good, at least better than I thought I would. And my, uh, my aunt, uh, she had us come over to her house because our guest that we had on is her daughter, and we were helping tutor her. And when I mean we, I mean mostly Taylor, but I was there for emotional and uh, support, emotional support, and really just to lighten the mood, because Taylor's all big boss, moody guy. And so I'm over there, and I finally head outside, and my aunt has me out there, and she said, Tyler, what are you doing? And I said, I'm just out here to talk to you. And we're pretty much in her backyard. We're standing on the rock that she has out there near her uh, stairs to go down to her basement. And we're just talking, having a good old time. And she's picking up stuff and she has to go clean her hands. And so she says, Tyler, stay right there. I'm going to go inside and wash my hands. The moment I heard that door shut, I ran out in the yard. And I made myself all the way to her pretty darn close by the time she... Yeah, which Taylor says is about 100 feet away. By the time she got back outside, she yelled. She said, Tyler, because she was worried I was going to fall down those stairs towards the basement. And I was laughing the whole time when she yelled because I knew she thought I was down those stairs. And I told her, I said, look, I said, had I been able to tell what you have down those stairs and how dirty it is, I just said I'd have been sprawled out all over the floor. Because <laughs> I'm a little evil. I'm just, I like playing jokes and stuff because that's all I got. Uh, so I have a couple questions and maybe other people have had these questions. Um, first of all, what is it like just in general being blind? Well, I don't know how you want me to explain that, but I mean, it's it's a little hard. I mean, some things are easy, like getting my shoes on, getting my clothes on, but that, I mean, for some people, I guess it'd be hard, but I mean, I can't see. It's all black. 
So, I mean, if you want me to do stuff like putting toothpaste on my toothbrush, that's been a little hard. <laughs> Mom's been complaining, and so has Dad. I got toothpaste all over the sink, the floor, the rags and towels in the bathroom because I don't wipe my face on everything. And it got to the point where they uh, they had to buy me a toothpaste dispenser to help stuff like that. But, I mean, overall, I mean, the blind part has been actually easier to deal with than the pain was at first. But, I mean, you know, I have to deal with some things because I did a lot of playing video games, playing Dungeons & Dragons. I can still do that, but there's stuff I was doing, designing stuff and characters, and I can't watch my movies. So stuff like that's been a little harder, you know, and dealing with what I can't see and having to find new hobbies. Okay, I mean, so uh, I get that. Like, how difficult would you say it is to just do something as simple as, like, eating and, or walking? Well, eating and walking are pretty simple after a little bit. Uh, in fact, eating for me has been a little hard, though, just because whenever I got shot, uh, my jaw actually uh, stopped opening up properly. And so I have about half or a little under half the jaw mobility that I normally had. So learning that's been a little harder. And I've been a little bit more messy because... You know, some things I'll be eating maybe like chicken and rice and the chicken will be a little bit longer or I haven't stabbed in the middle. And so I'll rub it all over my face and I'm a little I'm a little bit a messy eater. So I just put my face in my food now and stuff like that. So that's been OK. And walking for me is getting better. But walking around, I'm fine. You know, my balance, I was surprised my balance wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, especially with my sh temple being shattered. But uh, they, or not they, me, I, have had trouble walking in a straight line, even with my stick. I'll drift all over the sidewalk or a road trying to walk down a straight path. And I think that's going to get better. But I get around you know, walking just fine. I walk, like I said last episode, I walk around the whole city square. Now, when you, when you're walking around, do you count your steps or do you just kind of remember a general like area? I was memorizing the steps at first, but some of the things like, especially if I'm using my stick, I just can't remember. Like I know from where my mom works all the way to the pizza place is about a hundred steps from the back door to the pizza place. But if you if you had me walk around the the store to go to the Erin Nutrition, I wouldn't be able to do that because I tried counting it. It's 70 steps to the end of the sidewalk, but the moment I started clicking, I couldn't keep the counts. I had to try to I would had to have tried to make it towards the other other building before I could even start tapping because I just couldn't remember. So most of the time, I just remember how the ground feels and stuff. I count my steps all the way to the corner to the sidewalk, and then from there, it's all just how it feels. Yeah. Um, 
if you were to try to explain how easy or how difficult it, it's going to be for you, how, how would you do that? Uh, in what sense do you mean just like in walking or just being blind in general? Be, being blind. Like if you were to uh, kind of outline how well you think you're going to do in the future of being blind, how well do you think you're going to be doing in general? I That is a very thing I haven't really thought of. I mean, I'm doing okay for right now, but... I still have to learn how to cook for myself, and and I'm still learning some other daily activities to do properly, just because, like, I can't pour a cup of coffee, even though I don't drink coffee much. I, I'm doing that without putting my finger in somebody's coffee cup. Uh, <laughs> the other day, my mom had me pour her a cup of coffee and put sugar and cream in her cup, and I put a spoon in the cream and then put the spoon into the coffee and then put the sugar and or the spoon in the sugar and then put it in the coffee and I stirred it up as good as I could and I handed my mom the coffee and the coffee was pitch black no cream or sugar uh, however there was no cream or sugar on the counter or the floor so I must have put the spoon in and then just dumped it back into the container it was already in because it was nowhere to be found. So stuff like that I'm learning. But uh, once I learn how to use technology a little bit better, I think I'll be fine because I plan on starting my master's in August of 2023. So I have to learn that once I get my uh, technology a little bit better, I think I'll be fine. And most of my stuff, like text messages and calls and stuff, is going really great because I have the new iPhone. Uh, and so I just tell my Siri to do everything for me. If I need anything different than Snapchat, then Siri will do it because that's the only thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's getting easier, especially because I have this new technology uh, well, I say it's new. It's new to me, but it's called OrCam My Eyes Pro, and it allows me to uh, see people's faces, and and it will recognize them or just tell me a man or a woman is in front of you. I can read English and Spanish. However, I would like to note that my Spanish is very lacking. I've been trying for eight years and can still not even ask where the bathroom. Or how to order food. So that one's good. Uh, I can look at money and it'll tell me what I've got going on. Uh, I can look at my wrist and it'll tell me the time. I can put products and QR codes into my OrCam. So it will tell me what I'm looking at other than you know people. And I can say, hey OrCam, tell me what's around me. And it'll tell me doors, went, sorry, doors, chairs, tables, staircases, and rounded containers. So basically, anything from a bowl or a cup pretty much is what it'll tell me. But I can even go in, and if the cup has stuff on it, I can, like pictures and designs, I can actually put it in, and it'll tell me what cup is in front of me. And so 
that stuff will have to get a little better. And it also, I guess the last thing that it does is my OrCam tells me color recognition. So I'm not over here just looking funky because I got neon green uh, shirt and my red shorts on with my black shoes. You know, I'm, I'm able to actually look at stuff. Uh, that's really interesting. Um, well, hey, folks, this is wrapping up our episode. Um, if you have any questions that you do want answered in a podcast, uh, whether it's about him being blind or it's about us just kind of in general, um, I believe that you're able to make comments on our episodes and it should send it to us and we will try to answer it in the next episode. Um, but always feel free to uh, just message us, or even if you know us personally, just text us and we'll talk about something. Um, we really do appreciate y'all. Um, and now we're going to lead you into our riddle for the day. The riddle for this week is, why are ghosts bad at lying? <laughs> 